disguise. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go to like what was described as a dark, desolate back cubicle by someone who did not know it was actually mine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Manga Your name is Corey, Helen, and April are with second annual Top Manga uh, Anything uh, podcast. We are just going to count down three of our favorite manga that we read come out this year uh, as find out. So let's just jump straight. Ah, uh, let's see. So it's honestly been a little hard for me to remember what came out this year and what didn't, just since th- this year was a lot. There was a lot going on this year. And especially with manga series, you know, where they come out, you know, over multiple years. But I think... The first one I want to talk about is one which I'm almost positive started this past year, and that was Spy X Family, which took the Manga Plus readers by storm and has now been licensed by Viz to, you know, be published. It runs along with their other virtual Shonen Jump titles now every two weeks. And Corey, are you having to look up this manga right now? Is that why I hear typing? I was like, come on, Corey, you know this one. And Spy X Family, it's just been a lot of fun. I've fallen like a couple chapters behind because, again, 2019 has been craziness. But it feels very different from all the other shonen manga I'm reading right now, being the story of like a fake family. Like, you know, one's a spy, the other's a hitman, and another's an esper, you know, and together they have to convince the world they're a fully functioning family and it's got a lot of great comedic timing comedic beats um the character designs are ones i just find really cute um uh, i i'm a little concerned about the characters going forward they've set some high goals for themselves but it's been a really fun read and i'm glad that more and more people are hearing about it now that it's moved over to like the general shonen jump area on biz and they'll be putting it out in paperback as well love that uh, <laughs> as we discussed in the podcast yeah, that sounds generic and boring so i can read it for a while uh, so i would jump in here uh, but that was actually my third <laughs> so I, was, I was surprised that uh, that helen had the same one but that is that is my third series is spy x family um it takes a lot to make me laugh and i don't really look I don't really read a lot of comedy manga. It's not really my thing. And this, I, I haven't caught up with it, but it made me laugh. So I feel like it had to go on my list as the third. Um, it's one that I'm kind of looking forward to keeping up with. And you only started reading it for the episode we did pretty yeah. recently, too. So yeah. it really grabbed your heart then. Yeah, it, it was it was really genuinely funny. So that's mm-hmm. funny. I was like, I wonder if somebody else is going to have that one. <laughs> <short enough." laughs> I guess in some ways it reminds me of, like, some series that were more popular when I was in high school, so around, like, the mid-aughts. Like, for some reason it keeps reminding me, like, of some of the dynamics in Black Cat, which also has, Mm. like, that weird family, but also a lot of action. The two of them aren't really similar, but that might also be part of the reason I'm enjoying it. It reminds me of some stories which I thought were perfectly fine at the time, and in hindsight I'm like, wow, those stories were kind of a mess. It's interesting though. I haven't read Black Hat in a very, very long time, but I liked it a lot when it was coming out, and oh, I still got it. In. Yeah, it's been, a while. it's been like ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's oh, a good boy. comparison. <laughs> I, I think that Helen of 2019 has 
slightly more discerning taste than Helen of like, <laughs> God, what, 2006? <laughs> Helen of 2006 just did not have as much manga available to her. Uh, all right, so Spy Fam. Uh, almost a clean sweep, the breakup is banged <laughs> with Kase-san, which mm, yeah. uh, I didn't expect. As um, it was quite, uh, quite enjoyable, very bang. Felt like, uh, something that I could always curl up in the really late and like before bed. Um, <laughs> And just like feel very comfortable the awkward and genuine Shikase. Yamada. Yamada. Uh, <laughs> uh, how much are they? Yeah, that was another good one, which I didn't expect to fall for quite as hard as I did this year. Yeah, I think that was sitting on my shelf for a while. And then I finally read it, and it's sort of the same thing. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, and I, I really, really like that one too. Alright, so um, let's move on to the next round, Manga. Uh, we'll start with you. Oh boy. Uh, I don't. I'm positive that this didn't start this year because we talked about it last year um but my second one is tokyo tower reba girls that's just a favorite of mine um i just like seeing more so the dynamic between the three women as friends how they come and talk together and drink together and sort of navigate relationships together i really enjoy that series that's a series that uh every time a volume came out i was in the store to get it um so that's that's a favorite of mine and um, yeah, we talked about that last year, so I know that was not this year, but um, and I think that it's over now, actually. Yeah, uh, I believe it. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's it's a good one. I really enjoy that one. I kind of think there's going to be like a quote second season of it with a different cast, mm. or at least in Japan. I feel like I've read that, mm. but um, that particular manga is one who always seems to have like multiple series going on at once somehow. Mm. Uh, I mean, I love Princess Jellyfish. Very excited to read your Tower of Bugger. And uh, the strong character work. Uh, I haven't read that from her. Yeah, yet. neither have I. I have the first I, volume, but I haven't read it yet. I read the first volume, and it's pretty fun. She's just, look, apparently, uh, I think you pronounced her last name, Higashima, was just sort of like a really arrogant teenager who was just so <laughs> sure of her artistic skills and had to be like brought down to reality very hard in many ways. And I think both you guys would enjoy it. I, I I can see this combination of comedy and coming-of-age story be something that's very much in our wheelhouse. Dana was lolling nights ago or something. <laughs> I really need to read it. Well, I mean, we do have a podcast to motivate you to read it. Yeah, I was going to say, we should all just read that. <laughs> we haven't decided what to do next time, so maybe it could be that one. Uh, all right, so, Tokyo Tower Rainbow Girls. Um, move on to me, uh, and I chose Twin Spica as a... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Next slide. Um... <laughs> You're the one who came up with this idea, Corey. <laughs> yep, I sure did. Uh, I really like Twin Spica. I there are there are seemingly very few manga revel in a boy and love, but like between um, this Space Brothers and Planetes, just like very very good manga that are just about loving getting getting into space. Twin Spica in particular about like, school to become an ass, which I found very fascinating and not like things very heartbreaking. <laughs> God, that was an intense series to marathon, since I only have myself to blame for that one. But Yeah, yeah, that was another great series that we read this year. Older, but that yeah, was a good Yeah, I, I love that one. That's a, that's a good one. Unfortunately, I can fill edition. Yeah, I remember the reason we did it was because I like finally grabbed the last volumes I needed at the Katsukan dealer's room by dealers who did not understand how out of print some of these volumes <laughs> were. Mm-hmm. You know, when you find the ones where they're all cheap manga, you just got to check the shelves for all the missing things. You know, sometimes yeah. you find something great. Yeah. For, for I was looking for that for $3. Oh, yeah, I was looking for copies for you at Katsukan <laughs> and Otakon this year. Like, you at Otakon too, but yeah, yeah. That one is hard. <laughs> the real biscuit hammer is the book we found along the way. Get more 
interest in that. Ooh. Alas, Helen, what's yours? All right, for my number two, I'm going with um, Our Dreams at Dusk, uh, which I have a review copy of the fourth volume, and I owe a review on it, but I have not had time to read it yet this week. I think it just came out the other day. Yeah, I think it but just re- came out yesterday. Yeah. But I read the first three, of course, if I'm talking about needing to read the fourth volume, and I really enjoyed it. And especially in the third volume, I went, yes, this is a story written by a queer creator for queer readers. This isn't, you know, making time to explain everything, you know, holding an ally's hand going through, since a lot of the third volume revolves around one of the characters who is um, trans, they have fully transitioned, and you know, they're happy just living their lives. They don't want to become like this inspirational figure or like this motivational speaker for kids and anything. And that was reminding me of my own relationship between being very outwardly ace in some areas because I am okay with that role, but how I would never judge someone for not taking that role. And I was just thinking, yeah, this is the kind of like more nuanced look into it that you need, like that you get from a member of the community themselves. So sad that it's going to be only four volumes. I'm just, we're just going to all have to band together and badger seven C's for them to bring over more of the creator series. Since I know they've got like a one currently going, I think, I think they've got like one about chorus, something along those lines. Like, yeah, you, you know, it, it's sort of like a sport, Corey. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because everything's sort of like a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I, I think I just read like this volume of the third one. Just... The second one was a bit of a gut punch. It like, in a no. reasonable way, like in a, I can understand why the character has fucked up in this kind of way, but it's still a kind of gut punchy to watch. Yeah, I've got up through the third, and I saw the fourth yesterday, but I haven't gotten it yet. I really liked this one. I was really on the fence about putting it in my top three. I'm like, is it a top three? Because I really, really like this one. Um, I just wish it was a little longer. I'm kind of sad it's only four volumes. <laughs> the fourth volume looks nice. Like, but this is the last one. <laughs> so, yeah, that one was really a, a goodie. I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, I've heard people talk online about it getting cut short, so that mm. might actually, that might be the case, although I don't know where, like, the source of any of those rumors comes from. I don't know if that's, like, actually a fact or not. It'd be sad if it was. Uh, mm-hmm. So great for it. Number two is, um, let's move on to the ones, or at least the ones that we thought were to say, and then I did not say that at all. Uh, we're talking about good manga here, folks. We're talking about the goodest of the good manga. Uh, yeah. The goodest of the good. <laughs> all right, so, um, I mean, my number one, uh, I did not include a like, your eternity in my list at all, since instead, I will, uh, again, uh, that and Two Year Eternity have the two manga that I prioritize reading. I put off reading stuff for this to read to read those um, just because I love them. And uh, what, what Kubo is doing is time travel, uh, crazy time travel. I don't know, maybe it isn't time travel, but whatever he's doing with time uh, and these character, the main dude coming out on Captain, um, becoming more confident in herself if at all possible, uh, or at least more do more than. Um, it is just fat. watch that all go go awry or um, then like some of these characters are real real pieces of the work in, in the manga I've still only read the first volume of it but that's because I haven't bought a lot of manga in a while since my two review pile is just kind of ridiculously tall like in a very literal sense but I really want to get to this one I just I don't think my current library system has it also it's a little hard to search a title like again and just you know, be like, did the cataloger put this incorrectly? Did they put the two exclamation points? Okay, let's try one exclamation point. Let's try it with none. Let's put a space in. So, yeah, it's definitely one I want to get back to. Just, I can't believe 
that, you know, people wanted to publish these in the U.S. before Yuri on Ice, but they got pushed back. You know, it's like <laughs> they were right all along. You should be respecting them for being right all along. Yeah, I've read a good, I think maybe I've read, I don't know, seven or eight volumes of this one. I like this one a lot, too. Um, I like the art a lot. That really, for for this particular one, that really gets me. Like, uh, that's not obviously not the main thing that draws me to it, but, man, I, I really enjoy those volumes and the art. Um that I see every time I read one, and it's like what they do is so physical, and the art goes along well with that. So I really enjoy that one. I kind of forgotten about that one. I've only got so many of them. I've got to actually finish that one. Oh, and exports manga obviously, and not exports manga in the traditional competing against one exports manga in the sense something. The Oingan involves all like dancing, uh, like literal screaming. It's a, it's a cheer team. Yeah, it's very <laughs> intense. People get like in, like in at least one volume, it can be quite strict. <laughs> Yeah, people getting randomly naked is always strange. I don't care about the context. Just always. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Helen, number one. Okay, so I knew I was going to like this series, but I was not prepared for it to just like sort of like completely grab me and like make me fall in love with it. And that's uh, Witch Hat Atelier, which just I had seen people posting pictures of the art for years. And folks whose tastes I know are pretty similar to mine, just talking about it a lot. But, oh, man, I was unprepared for just how much I love this series. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It's got, like, the this sort of slippery background in which, you know, there's this great underlying tension in Coco's life, you know, with the mysterious things she's come across. But it's also very lighthearted and just this sort of general magic is really cool to have in your lives, guys, sort of feeling. But you can also tell that there's a lot of things going on in other characters' lives as well. And just, oh, man, it's so good. I kind of wish Kodansha was not putting it out every other month, though, because I'm like, I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't keep up with this. Give me some time. And I know Justin's even been buying it, both, like, physical and digital. So. Oh, man. I re- I've only read, like, the digital review copies we've gotten so far, but I really want it physical. I'm like, ah, oh, this would be so nice. Like, a big hardback, but I'll, I'll take the paperback if I need to. Also, I keep staring at those very nice Coco figures that have come out in like some of the recent um, uh, figurine shows. Just some really nicely sculpted ones, but oh my god, they're so expensive. Oh no. You to pay for when they're that good. Yeah, Dana and I were literally sitting in a room party at Oticon looking at notifications for all that <laughs> on Twitter and like, oh, this is so cool. Oh man, this is getting so expensive, but it's so cool. I think Corey was distracting the room party and we could not explain to him the importance of it at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave you bait. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like there just might have been like an intense debate going on in the room party at that point. Because that's usually what happens in hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I get. I get also left. Which I tell you, uh, I liked the uh, magical. So this is my number one. I thought it was going to be a, a sweep between the three of us, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is my number one. I this this is. I love this series. I love the art. Uh, the world building is really good. And sort of like Helen said, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. But I think a lot of it for me is the world building, like the way that that magic is sort of built into their world and the sense that uh, Coco can actually learn it. Like, like of course, like being able to draw it and sort of up your skills. I, I just I like I love this series. I'm I'm with Helen that I wish we could get it like in a big hardback or something. But it's like easily my number one series of the year. Like I didn't even have to think about it. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> that's the I can only pronounce two thirds of the title, but it's, but it's my number one series for the year for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have so much trouble saying the title. It's like, guys, I never studied French. I don't know how French sounds. Just... I did study French and still can't do it. So. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, same. 
that's usually me. I'll be talking to somebody and I'll be like, oh, I've never actually heard this word said out loud before. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Do we have any just misses that we'd like to? Uh, you've covered YouTube. Uh, honorable mention goes to like all the new digital only manga I discovered on uh, both the Weekly Shonen Jump app and the Manga Plus apps. Because there's a lot of great stuff out there. Like, I've been really enjoying Moonland on Manga Plus, which is a story about um, a male gymnast who's, you know, trying to figure out, you know, does he really want to be competitive, you know, or what does he want to get out of doing the sport? And there was one on acting called Curtains Up, I'm Off. No, not just Act Age. I have not been able to read more of that yet because this still has not put out more back chapters. But um, this one, I think, just ended. I'm like, haven't read the final chapter yet because I refused because there was just so much more to the story that could have gone on. But it was about a drama club in high school and Apparently everything in Japan is competition, since there were like legitimate competitions, <laughs> you know, between dra- drama clubs, you know, of how well they like put on shows and the productions and everything. And so I've been really enjoying those, found so many interesting new series. But now I get to experience the pain of, oh, I really like this series. Oh, no, it's done in only four volumes. Crap. <laughs> it's very unique. Unique to like comics, that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Hi-Fi Cluster. Mm-hmm. And that was like quite enjoying like five chapters up and getting really good and uh, mm-hmm. uh, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, April, what about I had a handful. I guess I could just I have a list here so I could read them off. Uh, the Cornered Mouse Dreams of Cheese just came out like two weeks ago by the same person that did After School Nightmare and X Day. Um, I really like that one. I had seen it like uh, probably like ten years ago and uh, I'm excited that that one was out in print, and I really enjoyed that one. Um, some other random ones. Uh, this is one that I can half pronounce, but Dead 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 Demon Destruction <laughs> is a, is a favorite of mine. That of course it didn't come out this year, but that's always a favorite of mine. Um, we talked about that that sky blue feeling. That one was just mm-hmm. cute. It was done in three volumes, and it's a cute one. Um, there was Ten Dance. I've read like two volumes of that. It's like a dance, a BL da- dancing manga. I like that one. I've I read a couple and I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it uh, got a lot of steam over here, but I'm really enjoying that one. Um, and then the last one I have is a Yuri manga. I think this was by Seven Seas called Beauty and the Beast Girl. Um, it was a little rushed at the end, um, but I really liked that one too. Um, so there was a lot of like random stuff that I really liked, but just didn't quite make the top three. The only thing that I was sure of was Witch Hat. That was definitely in the number one spot. Uh, yeah, now I'm thinking about the cover I've seen for A Cornered Mouse Dreams of Cheese and what I remember reading of After School Nightmare. And, oh yeah, that is the same art style. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I knew that author had put out something else, but I thought it was some. I thought it was a totally different title. So, huh? Oh, she's also done. Oh, what is that called? Oh, I feel like does that have something to do with a spider? I cannot remember. I I can picture the volume in my head, but I cannot remember the name of her other series. That it it's is it the giant it's spider licensed. and me person or something? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. I, the spider could not be related at all. It's a series that's out here, but it's like on hiatus. But I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember what it was. Gosh, <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. I have not even mastered Dreams of Cheese, or actually, so those are for me later. Uh, uh, yeah, Dead Dead Demons uh, also is one that I I just been catching up on. I only read the first volume for the podcast, and I like, not read any of them, but continue buying them. So now I've read like four of them, and like that that is just typical Asano uh, greatness of like. Uh, 
uh, negativations on the state of the world, <laughs> things like that. I see quite a few parallels with uh, uh, Nagyusks, like the increasing nationalism uh, of Abe's Japan, but also um, parallels that he probably didn't entang with the U.S. as well. Yeah, occasionally I see that panel going around on Twitter on the, you know, I'm going to go make somebody cry online or uh, whatever that one is. Like, I'm going I'm to go bully somebody online. And I was like, yeah, that, that is that that is a sentiment I see around here. Okay. Yep. Uh, a couple other ones. Uh, descending story, Showagin. Uh, I thought about switching that out with Twin Spike, I guess I could not. Um, no, wait, I thought I put that on and then I replaced it with the other way around. Um, Land of the Lustrous, uh, a beautiful deck, quite true, but also <laughs> I guess, like, immensely fascinating reading it. Uh, and the last one is Oh Maiden, Sing Your Savage, Oh Savage. Um, I think I've only read one volume, maybe two volumes, uh, but that one's, uh, as with a, a great view. Did you ever see the anime for it? Oh, right, there was. Okay, you need to watch the first episode because, you know, like, when she catches her childhood friend, like, masturbating in his room? Yep. It is way funnier in the anime, actually. They had some <laughs> <inspired> musical choices. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll just do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun series. Uh, but for my, for myself, my first interaction with it was the anime, so I tend to think of the anime before the manga. Even though I've read the first line of the manga by now. Did Spirit Circle finish up this year or last year? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That was my one last year. Okay, must have been last year then. Yeah, I don't know if it was done yet. Uh, is Pun Pun still going on? I don't know at all. No, no, it's done. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised you. That that spy family really got me. I didn't I didn't think that was gonna go up there, but it's really funny. <laughs> so. Manga's good, guys, and we've got a lot of it in English now. Yeah, yeah we do. Although several of us try. Yeah, I was gonna say you used to be all able of us to. <laughs> Yeah, and now we're like, I haven't heard of that one when before. You're like, oh yeah, I've heard of everything. I haven't read everything, yeah. but I've heard of it all, and now you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, um, that was 2019 in manga. Uh, I'm sure we missed a bunch of titles that were very good, and uh, like not even reg. Um, People should feel free to tell us about these good titles, so you know we know about the good titles, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, continue listening to 2020. You can find me on Twitter at Ren. I'm still alive. I say it every time. Um, I'm still here, and glad to be wrapping up another year of manga with everybody. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WanderingDreamer. Uh, you can also find me doing written reviews over at the OASG and the OASG's podcast. I had to give the full name of the website the other day to someone. I was, like, chatting with people at, like, this book club at work, and they were like, oh, where do you write for? I'm like, oh, it's called the OASG. They're like, oh, is that Sanford? And I'm like, Organization of Antisocial Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that was a name long before I got there. Someone said that it sounded like um, a um, pinky in the brain joke, and it's like, kind of, but we plot <laughs> World domination on a much less frequent basis. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a World God Only Knows reference. Oh, I'm not sure. Much more. Yeah, um, and I also had a guest spot on Evan Minto of Andy Gamer's uh, new podcast. He's doing one that's like a fan companion to the His Dark Material series. The podcast is called Shadow Particles, and I was on the sixth episode talking about the sixth episode of the series, which was a very intense episode. So also really enjoying that show. Um, I maintain that Pantalon, one of the main characters, has just like these anime eyes when a reason like fair form, and it's adorable. I really wish HBO Go would let me take screenshots on my phone of this. You just have to pause it and take a pause, and then... <laughs> I'm take a picture of my phone with the Do I pull it? Your tablet? <laughs> 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 
I don't have Twitter on my iPad. It's a conscientious choice not to put Twitter on there. So then I'd have to like send it to my phone or to my computer. Yeah, there you go. It. Yeah. <laughs> this is totally. Uh, <laughs> I, I've done it. So I'm like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Uh, right. You can find me on Twitter at Compassion Again, the podcast on you can find all of our episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. That is T-A-I-I. We appreciate all of you. Apparently, this does not actually make it easier for new people to find your stuff or anything, but seeing ratings and reviews does give us an ego boost, which we greatly appreciate. All right. Until next year. Bye, y'all. Bye, you guys. Well, I came here.